Do you know what to say at the beginning, or do you want me to try and remember it? <laughs> um, welcome. Let <laughs> me say. Uh, <laughs> I think it's. Um, Welcome to Team Cockroach, a podcast about the good place. Joining me is our fabulous co-host, Sarah Garner. Hi, Sarah. Hi. And myself, I'm Javier Matusevich. Sadly, our other co-host couldn't join us this week, so we're doing it solo. Now I'm going to, to do a small review about the episode so we can get started. The gang is materialized into Janet's void, but required to be embodied inside a Janet to keep her from exploding. Janet and Michael take off to the neutral zone where they talk to the accountant about the process to get into the good place. Meanwhile, Chidi and Eleanor are squabbling about the implications caused by the alternate universe in which they were lovers. Chidi tries to distance himself, while Eleanor wants a concrete answer about their current selves. Also happening, Tahani and Jason find out about Jason's marriage with Janet. In the accountant's office, the system seems nearly perfect, but when Michaels wants to know the fate of Doug, the model citizen, they end up discovering that no one has gotten into the good place in 500 years, proving the bad place hacked the system. The accountant wants to know none of that, and so Michael will have to fix things. Janet explodes after Chidi and Eleanor kiss and turn into themselves, so they need to run away to the good place. Holy fucking shirt balls. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. A lot of stuff. Yeah, so uh, if if I complained at all this season about like, oh, I don't know, you know, they seem to be struggling a little bit. This pulled it all the way back. This was really good. <laughs> Do you think I'm I'm so uncertain about this episode? Really? Yeah. Oh, it's my favorite one of the season so far. Tell me why. Tell me why you don't you're not sure. It has a lot of good things. I mean It's different. That's fun. It's trying to do a lot of stuff that's pretty good, but it also seems poorly done in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Like for example, the whole um, them being in a them being in Janet's void and having to be Janet, because it quickly becomes some sort of bad orphan black in which all the, all the Janets are the same Janet and they're trying to have conversations that seem off character and it's hard to follow do you don't you think well i mean if i mean i thought of the comparison to orphan black too um and she does it so well that it makes it look easy in that show yeah i think i think darcy carden did a really good job as far as just going for it really trying to sell it um It doesn't always work, but boy, she really let it all out there. And, I, you know, it was a lot of fun to see her playing all these other characters, especially Jason, really. I mean, yeah, like, I think it did so much in the span of, like, 20-some minutes, and it managed to do it tightly because, um, you know, they start, they start with them not even sure that the the gang survived and then they're all Janet and then they kind of pull apart the universe um, and flip 
to being completely other people for a time, or at least Eleanor does. Mm -hmm. Then they're back to being themselves. Um, and all that's just their part of the story. There's still a whole other side with, with Michael and Janet on top of all that. Um, and they fit all that in, which I think is really <coughs> impressive. Yeah. To me, it's a fun premise to have all of them. It's like writer's room. What should we do? Oh, I know. We should all make them be Janet for an episode. That sounds like fun. But I feel like they didn't stick the landing in when with that scene. Um, I think they should have had their own voices, for example, to mm. to help you follow what's going on because it's not so obvious like in, in, a, in a show like Orphan Black where every character is really differently characterized. Yeah. So it's like what no i couldn't follow a lot of the dialogue I, I, at first i thought it was because i was taking a lot of notes but in the second run i still had some trouble getting into the story even if i could get what they were trying to say yeah i think part of the reason they stuck everybody in costumes that were so reminiscent of the characters was yeah. to try and make that a little easier but i I, I think the same thing where it's like well they had to do that because otherwise you wouldn't yeah. have known who was talking without that would have been impossible but i still think some some more help would have been nice yeah yeah i could see that i um i think of all the episodes this season it, I feel like it was maybe the most successful in doing something really different where it wasn't like boundary pushing, but didn't work or just not really doing anything or going anywhere. This, this was the right balance for me. Yes. This, they, they did, they did do a, a fine job of trying something different. It, it was really, really different. <laughs> it, it also makes me question, did I wanted something different? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I was glad at yeah, least it, that by the end they landed where they should have landed. They, yeah. you know, they landed, and now we have the next chapter to look forward to. Yeah. Well, what was the big cameo that you were talking about in the Slack? Uh, uh, it's oh clearly gosh. someone I don't know because... Oh. I love Stephen Merchant. So I don't know if you've ever seen The Office from the United Kingdom. Yes. So the uh, original Office. I have, but he, what, what character it was? He he was uh, David Brent's friend, Augie, who he's um, basically not, not in it very much. But he was, uh, I think he was maybe also in Pirates to the Caribbean. Or do I have him mixed up with someone else? It's been a long time since I've seen those movies, but... Um, he's basically in anything Ricky Gervais does, and he's always like the gangly, goofy guy. Um, and he's he's really funny. So I was very excited to see him on the show show up. Um, but, you know, so if we're taking this one piece by piece like we try to do by by each character, I feel like of the characters, really, it was mostly just Eleanor Chidi, Michael, and Janet that yeah. had that much to do. Mm -hmm. um, although uh, Jason and Tahani did find old wedding photos mm -hmm. of Jason and Janet, which that's a little interesting wrinkle. I didn't know they'd be bringing that up, you know, at least in this sort of sense. Um, yeah, that was kind I of unexpected. <laughs> of the four characterizations, 
even though it wasn't very important, I thought the Jason was the most fun of uh, Darcy Carden doing an impression. Yeah. Her her Jason was pretty spot on. I was, I was kind of taken out of it with the Tahani because she was trying to do a British accent and I don't know that it worked. Mm, yeah. um, and mm. then... Eleanor, for I think she's just such a, you know, uh, hard person to get her mannerisms down that, you know, the only person who really does Kristen Bell is Kristen Bell. So, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think I had way more fun than you did with this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it felt sort of like a chore, which Aww. is not a nice thing, but still it was an interesting episode. Yeah. A lot of so- good things. <laughs> Aren't so good. Did you? I mean, we we got the uh, revelation that there hasn't been anyone yeah. in the good place for 521 years. I didn't see that coming at all. Like, did was that something that I just missed, or was that just a big surprise? Yeah, uh, you could see it coming maybe halfway the episode, but it wasn't something that we were supposed to. And I don't think we were let to know before this episode, which kind of throws a wrench into things because it completely changes the evaluation of our characters. I mean, we, we've always known that they are um, better than they seem or better than they were graded as. Right. But, but we still thought of them as fundamentally not good people or right. not very good people anyway. And... Now that we know this, it's like, okay, so, so they're not so bad. They're, they could have been even gone to the good place easily, like on the first try. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You know, I hadn't really thought about that. But when he said, or when Michael was saying that, like, you know, uh, Jonas Salk and Harriet Tubman didn't make it to the good place, like, then of course, yeah. you know. Eleanor is not going to make it. Of course. Nobody made it. Yes. <laughs> so, um, and that makes what happens next in The Good Place really interesting because they're going to have to confront all that with mm-hmm. the committee, which I think this was the first time we heard about a committee being in The Good Place. Yes, it's true. Um, and then, you know, Janet has fully equipped Michael to uh, have confidence that he's the one who can save them, which... You know, he's been looking for answers, but he needs to do it himself. Yeah. And in the good place for what we, what little we've seen in the ending of the episode, it looks like they're asleep at the helm. There's no one at the at the post office. Everything seems like dismantled. So I don't know what we're going to find. It's going to be fun, I guess. Yeah. I wonder if it's mostly empty-ish, mm-hmm. it, you know, or just in total disarray because that mailroom looked awfully messy. Yeah. It didn't have spider webs, but <laughs> yeah, but they didn't pick up for company. That's for sure. Yeah. What do you think of the accountant? He seemed a bit like a Ben Wyatt character. See, so that's Stephen Merchant. So I was okay. too busy uh, being excited to really <laughs> <laughs> pay much attention. Um, but yeah, I did. I did think that maybe some of those other office workers would be cameos from other Mike Schur shows, you know, like I could see Boyle from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine being the guy at the weird sex things desk. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, they could have played up a little bit more of those jokes, but I think they were running out of time really at that point. I 
liked that he seemed genuinely neutral. Like he didn't automatically seem confrontational yeah. toward people being in the area. He just, I don't think that he really cared, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. I'm tired of people chasing them around this mm-hmm. season. So having having someone who, you know, is just kind of like, whatever, was was good. So we didn't really talk about, and you know, I've been thinking about it. I thought about it more the second time I watched, but um, the unraveling of Eleanor, where she doesn't even know who she is anymore, where this whole journey has been her trying to figure out how she fits into the good place and who she is and who is she really and, you know, can she be improved and all that. Mm -hmm. This all came to a head um, with her really, like, just flipping bodies around over and over because she has no sense of self, which is a a feeling that we associate with Chidi. But as he mentioned, he's so used to freaking out that that's his normal. So... (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't f- think it was very earned on her part to to have this questioning of the self just because Chidi doesn't want to admit or or confront the fact that someone that was Chidi but now isn't Chidi or whatever loved her. Yeah, and that's enough to unravel her. I I didn't bought that, and I also don't like that the thing that fixes her is, oh, she's liked by a boy, and yeah. he's the boy that she likes, so she's herself again, because that's that's totally putting like her self esteem into other people. Which yeah, I liked it from Chidi's perspective, where it's um you know he's been going through so much and as a you know a philosophical guy he just can't handle one more thing and i felt like they they played that really well but you're right like she her sense of self is entirely wrapped up in chidi which is unfortunate um but and then also like yes we've had the whole like inklings of romance that kind of filters in and out through the show between the mm-hmm. two of them and the the Kiss was romantic and all, and, you know, I was surprised, um, but I didn't necessarily think that that had to happen so quickly. It felt forced. Yeah, it felt like a a moment within a romantic movie or something. It felt like you're trying to commit suicide, so I'm going to tell you that I love you so you could stay. It felt like, like, I'll give you anything, just stay, just don't kill yourself or whatever which is yeah. kind of what she was doing in a symbolic way. And she asked that when she kind of came up for air and they handled that pretty cutely, like as far as Chidi, you know, saying, oh, I'm trying to be sexy, but saying the word sexy isn't sexy. But I, you know, I agree. Yeah, up to that moment, it feels like he's just trying to <laughs> solve the situation. But after that, they do handle it pretty well. It, they try to reframe it as him actually getting the courage to do something that's not under his control. I do think it was clever that they had a lot of those really important moments where we would normally see um, the actors that play Chidi and Eleanor with mm. their facial expressions and all of that, and instead we get Janet. Mm. I thought that was kind of smart on their part because here you've got all this emotional investment but you're seeing the faces of yeah. that don't belong <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's 
that's kind of true. They, they still leave a payoff for when they're going to actually be themselves. Right. Right. And when they, you know, when they transform during the kiss, like that's probably what makes it semi-romantic. But mm-hmm. then we get to have them in the next episodes where they're really them for the first time. And that that's kind of nice. That might feel more earned. Yeah, hopefully. The philosophy lecture, did you like it at all? You know, I felt I the first time I watched the episode, I kind of spaced out during that. Yeah. And then. The second time I noticed myself spacing out and still didn't really get anything out of it. Yeah, I, I could tell what they were trying to talk about, but I didn't really care. It felt it felt like they were filling for time. They were trying to give Chidi an excuse to not like her. Yeah, or to to make the tension come from a different mm-hmm. place. I don't know. They 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 probably could have expended with that, except that maybe the story wouldn't have made as much sense. So where where does that did you did you like the the whole like Janet giving Michael a pep talk thing? Uh, it seemed a bit like you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was okay. It just felt a bit out of place. I don't know. I'm pretty down. It's okay. You don't have to like him. (laughs) (laughs) I think all I really wanted out of this episode was before the mid-season is, you know, this is the end of the, you know, the mid-season end. Mm -hmm. So I wanted it to be at a place where I would be excited for more episodes because I spent so much of this season just kind of like thinking, oh, it's spinning its wheels. It doesn't know what it's doing. (laughs) That all this had to do was kind of get me ready for more, which it did. Yeah, they do seem to have a direction now, which is good, even if the execution wasn't so good. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I I am excited. I'm excited to see what The Good Place is. I like that it had some parallels that they discovered that, you know, Eleanor discovered where she really was. And it was kind of adorable. Yeah. Um, By way of swearing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... I like that at this point, too, we're pretty much just back to the gang as a group, not attempting to, like, achieve some goal of reconciling with their families or, you know, burying the hatchet or anything. We're all right on the same page as they walk into the good place. Yeah. Yeah, they had to get them into this this place, which this position, which was clearly not 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 easy for them to do but yeah they finally done it and so now we can finally see what's really lying in the good place which Hooray. is exciting so are we ready for joke machine stuff cuz i wrote down some funny things <laughs> i i do have some funny lines not a lot though it wasn't okay well a very you start episode you're right. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't them trying to shoehorn jokes into things, which mm-hmm. I like. So there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. I liked. I liked the the lines from the accountant's little um, title cards. I only caught one of those. Did you get them all? Yeah, uh, one was borrowing in uh, between parentheses money impressions parentheses, Borat, and <laughs> songs with specific dance instructions. That's the one I saw. <laughs> oh no, it's the locomotion. <laughs> I like 
Jason pretending to be Eleanor. Hi, Chidi, I'm Eleanor. I'm Arizona Shrimp Horny. <laughs> so yeah, good. I liked that much more than the other way around, where it was Eleanor pretending to be yeah, Jason. No, yeah. That didn't mm. make me laugh, mm, but mm, Jason... Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, his, his fake girl voice was pretty funny. Yeah, also, why is he doing a girl voice? He has a girl voice. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. It's a great. <laughs> I like the, exap the exasperation of Matt. When they ask him for a paper clip and he says, What are you going to use it for? <laughs> Some weird sex thing, I'm sure. Ugh. Poor guy. He oh my gosh, though, he of course he had a request for suicide that was denied. Aww. <laughs> yes. Poor guy. When they were trying to figure out which Janet was which, and they figured it out by uh Jason pointing at uh Janet's chest. <laughs> yeah. He okay, that one's Jason. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I I liked the the. It was a cheap joke, but I liked it with the. Uh, where is down? I found it. It's up here. It's dope. <laughs> what? Or they, you know, they, I, uh, I he, feel they like couldn't I tell up one. from down, huh? Oh, yeah. So they're in the void, and Chidi is like having a freak out, and he's just like, "Which way is down?" And Jason said, "I found it. It's up here." And he's on the ceiling, and he's upside down. He says, "It's dope." Um, I like that that Janet realized she can now throw shade, and she threw mm -hmm. shade at neutral Janet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which? Oh my gosh, neutral Janet! What the heck? Yes. Um, if this episode didn't have plenty of Janets. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It had definitely enough Janets. Mm -hmm. More Janets than we can handle. <laughs> um, I I really liked when uh, when Jason Janet was said, uh, let's all say white people things. And he talked about <laughs> Billy Joel and like a Brita filter. <laughs> it was that that was my favorite part. I found it on Etsy. There was nowhere to park. <laughs> um, the uh, when Michael asked Janet if everything's okay, and she says no, but gives a thumbs up anyway. That was really cute. Um, the uh, that Jason uh, says you don't have to remember something in order to have it be you because he has a tattoo on his butt that says Jason. <laughs> Uh, true. I think that that was mostly the the jokes, except I did like, and this is probably the only thing that Tahani said I think that was funny to me this week was, no, darling, this is not where the Mac and PC guys live. <laughs> I didn't. How did I miss that one? That was pretty oh, good. Oh, they were they were walking toward the um the television screen, the uh, giant flat yeah. screen, mm -hmm. and and. He's, mm -hmm. he, she has to explain to Jason again that no, Mac yeah. and PC don't live here. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> uh, Oh. Um, well, there are a couple of lines of Jason when they found the flat screen. The first one is, check out this new flat screen. And then he comes behind the flat screen and he yells, it's air mounted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <coughs> When they discover that Jason and Janet were married, he says, this flat, this flat screen must have been a wedding present. It's starting to make sense. 
Yeah, she really sold Jason's face right then, too. Like, as she's mm-hmm. sort of reflecting and being proud of how smart she is for deducing that. Like, Yeah, I totally saw that, Jason's face on that one. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's a, the nice ending line of Eleanor saying, holy fucking share boss, we're in the good place, which is so funny in so many yeah. ways. It. It makes you happy that you've been watching the show mm-hmm. from the beginning because mm-hmm. we've all been doing that. And I know this was the week that the news came out that The Good Place was renewed for a fourth season. Hmm. Um, Seems like we have a job for, for one more year. Yeah, well, and I I don't know. I'm probably in the minority on this, but I kind of hope it's the last season and that they Same. know where it's going mm-hmm. and they just go there. Mm-hmm. So. We don't have a lot of like middle ground where they're sort of feeling it out or, you know, they they can decide when to end the show and then have that be satisfying. Yes, I agree. I think that's that's the best best course of action that they can take. And the show was nominated for um, Best Comedy at the Golden Globes today. Was it? Huh? Yep. Yep, Mm -hmm. it was one of the ones that they chose. I don't remember the others, but it was one of them. (laughs) It's still a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah. It's not nearly as, like, mind-blowing as you felt directly after the first season. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anything is going to match that high. At this point, you just like the characters enough mm-hmm. to want the best for them, which yeah. is, I think, where I'm at, at least. Mm-hmm. We want to know what's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We want them to make it to the good place for real. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Mr. Man? I feel bad keeping you up when I know you don't feel good. <laughs> it's fine. The puppy. I didn't mention yes, there's puppies. There's puppies. <laughs> <laughs> that puppy was so cute. <laughs> yes. And I like that Janet, when she was explaining what's going to happen if they keep materializing things, she, she switches into a talking to a puppy voice while saying something. Yeah, that was really cute. Doomful. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, you're all going to be obliterated. Yes, yes you, you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty and good. She, she, like, smooches him on the nose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aw. There's definitely going to be puppies in the good place. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. What if the next episode is just all puppies? <laughs> that, that would be unexpected. Definitely. The, the committee is all just dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Something like um, the Supreme Court by John Oliver. Yeah. And one <laughs> lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have anything else, Javier. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I had the, the Sanex joke by Tahani, but eh, it's fine. I don't even remember that one. What was that? Well, she's sitting on the couch. And they're all talking about how they dislike the void. And she's, she says, I like the void. It's like this time the Sanex took me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, I think. Yeah, she really didn't have that much to do. Mm-hmm. Other than being scandalized by various clothing items like vests and, and, and sundresses. And- yeah, Eleanor getting after her saying like, oh, wearing a floral print in an infinite void at this time of nothing. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. But I would have liked it more with the actual 
actors, I think. Yeah. Mm. You can't beat them. That's mm -hmm. why they cast them. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, makes me think what was going on with the actors during the shooting of this episode. Because it's very convenient. You don't have them acting. So were they on holiday? Were they shooting some other super secret episode that's going to blow our minds? I don't know. I kind of got the impression they probably helped Darcy Carden with her impressions. I'm sure they did, but that's like the table read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't have to be for all the shooting. Yeah. I like your theory that it's a secret reason and we'll find out later. I would like <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, I think we've done all that we had to do. And my, the bed is calling me. So let's talk. What? Next, next week? When's the next episode? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but between Preparation. now and then you get some rest. Yeah. <laughs> There's only two of us. We don't have a calendar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay. The, the bed is calling you and that's the real good place. <laughs> mm -hmm. Truly. See you next time, Sarah. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out. I hope you feel better. And, and good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. <laughs>